Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Good, good evening, and uh, this is Terry. Tonight, I'm I'm hosting without my Kelly. She's sick, so it's just me and our special guest Trish March. So we're here uh, Christmas Eve here in California, and I believe it's actually Christmas Day in Massachusetts. Are you in Massachusetts? Yes. No, I'm in Pennsylvania. Yes. But Christmas. Pennsylvania, close, close. <laughs> I guess yes. it's close. Anyway, it's that's Christmas all the there. <laughs> yeah, we we're, we appreciate Trish coming on so much because it's three hours later where she is than it is here in California. So we appreciate her so much. So Merry Christmas, Trish. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's so great to be able to spend time with you on this special day. <laughs> yes, I'm Me so and Santa excited. Claus. Santa Claus yeah. is just passing over here, I think. So, yay. <laughs> you can so, hear, hear, hear bells, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks for having me on, oh. Terry. I always love being here with you and Kelly. Oh, yeah. I, I, We appreciate you so much. You're one of our regular participants and one of our stellar coaches that comes on with us on, and shares her insights and knowledge of how to live fearlessly. So, we're we're finishing up the step of connection this week, and uh, I believe next week will actually be a new year. So, yep. I'm looking forward to ni- 2019, an exciting year. Yeah, it is going to so be we'll kind of, a very exciting is. year. Yes, it is. So we'll just kind of wrap up and and kind of. Uh, summarize some of the things we've talked about this month in terms of connecting and how connection is one of those steps that allows you to get out of your past, have your past get out of your way and live in the present and move forward towards your goals and dreams. So I think we've had some great conversations this month around the concept of connecting and especially, I don't know, it's Christmas is a wonderful time of year, people. It's also a hard time of year for a lot of people um, because they may not have family or they're grieving or they're ill. So it's not Christmas is not um, always the happiest time for a lot of people, and in fact, it's a very trying time for many people. But it is a time connecting. It feels like the whole world kind of connects during uh, holiday seasons and I think Christmas is one of those that in the Judeo-Christian world is the opportunity to connect to our spirits and to the meaning of Christmas which we celebrate as Christ's birthday so it's a a time to make commitments it's a time to to look forward time to have gratitude for the year for the past year and we challenged everybody to write 100 gratitudes between when we started Connections and when the new year began. So I'm a little behind on mine, but I'm going to make the commitment to get them done before January 1st. So, Yes, I'm behind on mine too, but I have some time off for my primary job, so I'm going to focus on that 
and car shopping while I'm on vacation. <laughs> oh, are you getting a new car? Um, yes, my car broke down. So I've been connecting with a lot of people about cars and, you know, what people are driving, what people are happy with, you know, what kind of lemons we've had out there and meeting all kinds of different salesmen. <laughs> oh, bad. Doing the circuit and car they, shopping. They know how to connect, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. They do car salesmen are, are, yeah, they're quite a breed, I think. And uh, yeah. I just bought it. Well, I, I bought it start this year so I've only had I think I bought it in September so I haven't had it that long but I already have already have 6,000 miles on it oh my goodness yes because I I connect with people (laughs) driving around (laughs) well yes you've been doing a lot so I can imagine you have some miles on there yeah I was going to say I think Christmas is a great example of a perfect time to connect and I I actually have a couple examples just this past weekend I I um I've had a lot going on, stress and work and family stuff and getting ready for the holidays and shopping and car shopping. So it feels very different this year for me for Christmas. And I actually um had two things both on Friday and on Sunday where I was just so tired, um, and I had a migraine on Friday so I didn't go and I had to actually ask myself, you know, Am I not? Am I empowered? Is this an empowered decision, or is this disempowered? Because these events were things where I was going to get to do a lot of connecting. You know, I was going to, uh-huh. you know, see people I hadn't seen in a while, and um, really get to reconnect and potentially meet some new people. And I was like, all right, you know, is this? Am I making the decision not to go to these? You know, out of fear of freedom, because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't letting freedom take hold of me and, and keep me. Or I wasn't letting fear take hold of me and keep me from from doing these things. There was actually a legitimate reason, rather than oh, you know, I'm just too tired to do it. You know, so uh, yeah, you I know, mean, it was a perfect example yeah. for me of you know really challenging myself, you know, about whether I was going to go or not and if I was making the right decision. So for me, that was a perfect yeah, example think- of how I have to challenge myself yeah. sometimes, you know, because I do have some. I like I'm right on the. I'm, a little, I'm an extrovert, but I'm, like, right on the, the borderline, right? So, like, sometimes yeah. I need to regroup, so, which is can be very empowering for me. So, Yes, yes, I, I, I'm right on the, on the cusp of that as well. It just depends on the day. If it's a scale of 10, <laughs> you know, 1 to 10, I'm usually either a, a 6 uh, on one side or the other. So it's never that I'm a 10 extrovert or a 10 introvert. I'm just kind right. of just barely over, barely over the line. Uh, and I definitely need alone time to re-energize. And yeah. by allowing ourselves to do that, it, it is an act of courage. It's an act of connecting to your, to your needs yep. and yep. To, to what nourishes you and what empowers you. And sometimes that is not going to something and staying home. And either yep. reading, meditating, whatever it is that re-energizes you, you know. Yeah, that's a great example. Very yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I had a thought when you were talking, and I, I – huh? go ahead. I said it just came up for me. I was like, oh, that's a perfect example because I really had to ask. So. Yeah, and I – this, this week – yeah, this week in my um, Terry talks, I've been talking. I've been talking about connecting as well, and oh, connecting right. to the, yeah, connecting to the truth, 
Uh, and I think oh. that one of the really powerful tools for us is is asking ourselves, is it true or am I making it up? And I think that's kind of what you're saying. Was I not going to the party because I, you know, truly, you know, didn't want to go because of this reason or that? Or is it true that I need I need the rest, I need to re-energize? And so asking ourselves that, is it true or am I making it up, allows us to be honest with ourselves yep. and be able to make those choices out of freedom rather than out of fear. I think connecting has a, has a lot to do with, uh, you know, the mantra that we have in Fearless Living about uh, compassion, honesty, and accountability, that yep. connecting, to, uh, connecting to those three principles really allows us to be true to ourselves. And, and we always say it's connect to yourself first, right? And be accountable to yep. yourself first. Be aware to your, of yourself first and willing, you know, for yourself and loving yourself first. How important that is. And I think connecting to our souls, connecting to our dreams, connecting to our courage, to our, you know, to our personal power is really allows us to be true and to be accountable. I I completely agree with that. I, I That's, really powerful because you know so many people especially this time of year are doing stuff for other and really putting other uh-huh. people first and, you know the truth of the matter is is that you have to take care of yourself you have to connect with yourself first um you know yeah, before you yeah. can do this for other people so yeah. i mean that's yeah yeah i completely agree with that so you know, I think and the whole yeah. being honest and personal accountability is also, or personal responsibility is really powerful too. You know, those yeah, are great monsters. Yeah, and I, I just think the whole idea of, of connecting has such a, a, a rigor to it and such a depth of, of meaning that it's so much more than going to a networking party, <laughs> you know, or, uh, yes, or going. Yes. You know, so so much, so far beyond that, and and much deeper than that, as we connect on so many levels. I mean, there's just multiple levels of of awareness when you're connecting with with yourself, connecting with others, connecting with the universe, connecting with spirit. I mean, there's just you know, there's so so much, so many levels that connecting uh, empowers one to be true to themselves. I think another yeah. thing that I've I've learned over time is to connect, but also to remain detached, so that I'm not yeah. I'm not so tied yeah. up into what's happening with other people or what what the end result is, you know. And it because that can cause you know can derail you as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It can break that oh, connection. Yeah. It can yeah. it can derail you. So that the whole detachment was a huge that's huge. Um, not just with the coaching and with my life in general, but also with the healing work that I do, you know, you can't, mm. you know, that was a huge lesson for me is to, you're always going to detach from the outcome or detach, you know, you'll be connected, but you're going to do it with a certain level of detachment. And, um, yeah, you know, so it's, it's an important quality. It's an important uh, piece of connection um, is to still, you know, have that detachment piece of it. Yeah, and that that's a hard one for a lot of people to understand until they've engaged in the work uh, of intention and, and recognizing intention rather than expectation and gratitude rather than complaining and just, you know, the, the basic steps of service living. 
it's you can say invest in everything, you know, but attached to nothing. That becomes yep. that's some people just that blows their mind. They can't understand that. But if you can detach from specific outcomes which are tied to expectations, then you can walk you can take space in the in the situation and take up space that is so much more positive and so much more present and so much more aware of what's going on if you're not looking for that one specific thing to happen, you know, that one uh, outcome. And that that's a real, I think that's further, that's probably one of the further down the line of, of yeah. your personal transformation to have that capacity Absolutely. to understand that yep. detachment because I think it comes from understanding expectations because when I when I get disappointed or I, you know, get irritated or I'm losing patience, it's because I have an expectation and I want something yep. to be a certain way. And that's the ability to detach from that then allows you to, you know, take up space and to move forward following your intention rather than this expectation that it's going to just turn out just this way. And that's part of perfectionism yep. as well, which I think right. you and I are both recovering perfectionists. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I, well, when I was able to do that, that was an amazing uh, moment in my life when I was able to start to detach from specific outcomes. And part of that surrendering and just yep. surrendering to the process. Yeah. And that's all part Absolutely. of connecting. Yeah. I, I, you know, and you think when you're so attached to the outcome or so attached to people or a situation or an excuse or, you know, something, an expectation, you know, there's little room in your life for that compassion, that honesty, that personal accountability, right? Because you're so wrapped up in that other piece of it that you lose the connection with yourself. You lose that aspect of yourself and those those different practices that you would, that would really support you, right? <laughs> so you lose that compassion, understanding, um, you know, so it's, detachment is a huge thing. And it definitely was something I learned much later in my journey, I, mm-hmm. you know, so many times people said to me, you know, be connected or be engaged, but don't, but be detached. You know, it's almost like they want you to watch a movie in front of you and not have your feelings all wrapped up into it. But I'm empathic. So I, you know, have, I struggled with that for so long. Mm-hmm. So it was amazing. You know, when I found, when it finally clicked and it finally happened, I was almost like, why don't I feel anything around that? You know, I was missing those feelings or those emotions. So yeah. um, it was definitely an adjustment, even even in that respect. But I so um, so much relief when you're not all tied up in that. Oh yeah, and it it also opens you up for possibilities because if you if you're not attached to a specific outcome and some wonderful possibility comes along that you can seize it and go with it, it it just, that's also an empowering idea or principle or concept that that you can see possibilities and then you can actually grab a hold of those possibilities and go with them because you're not attached to getting to a certain like location or, you know, a certain outcome. And that is a whole different way of living your life as well. Absolutely. Yes, my uh, my coaching business um, is all all about possibilities. They're helping people see the possibilities in their life and moving forward in that direction. So that's 
um, it's really exciting to, to think of, the, you know, having connection and having detachment and being open to to those possibilities. Um, that's yeah. a big draw for me. Lots of yeah. <laughs> yeah, it almost sounds like they're the opposite of each other, connect and detach, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think it's hard for people to, sometimes it's hard for people to understand that concept until, like you said, they actually get it and yep. they see the, how that empowers them. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> well, and you know, it's just funny because uh, one of my friends, we were we were out for holiday lunch one year and she I was telling her about a situation at work, you know, because she's one of my family boards and uh, one of my fear busters. And She's like, oh, you know, she is not my circus, not my monkey. And I I had never actually heard that phrase before. And um, have you, do you know that phrase? Are you familiar with it? I think I've heard you say it before. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you might yeah. have. It just means I, you're I not going to take it on, right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to, you know, like I, you know, have engaged in that or I've connected with it, but, you know, it's not. It's not mine to take on. Like it's not, you know, it's, I'm not accountable for that, you know. Or you know, so I'm trying to stay in my lane, stay in the lane I'm in, without. So I'm detaching from, you know, what's happening down the road. Like I've provided input, or I've been engaged in something, and the next steps are not mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. um, learning, learning, you know, to stay in my lane, or to just realize that, you know, it's not part of my responsibility. Has been. Um, really freeing. So yeah. it's all just kind of part of the detachment piece. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's interesting that's that it's really talking about concept it. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Well, I just it's interesting that we're 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 summarizing t- connection and we're talking about detaching. I just think that's really an interesting way to end end our conversation on on connection is that you're connecting to, you know, you're not connecting to an outcome. You're connecting to the process. You're connecting to the possibilities. You're connecting to, you know, what what yourself. might be a yeah. part of your, yeah, to yourself. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. through that, we're able to more adequately or more um, effectively connect with others. So... And whether that's through love or whether that's for being fear busters for each other, you know, it it helps prevent or it, it just helps um, support and encourage all those different connections. Yeah, yeah. You know, and as you, as you build those connections, like I, you know, something I've seen in this coaching community for Fearless Living, which has been amazing, is that, you know, the more I've been able to connect, and the more I've been able to give and receive support and see that in action and see how people are encouraging and fantastic and supportive of each other, the more I've been able to be feel safe and be vulnerable and to um, encourage more broad connections, right, um, versus my little group that I've always kind of kept, I've been able to expand that. And I've also been able to look at a lot of my other connections with other people you know, outside of fly or my relationship to my family and see where I need to improve some of my connections or maybe I need to let some of my connections go or mm. put boundaries around them because maybe they're not as supportive as I would, as supportive as I need. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, 
it's given me a um, freedom to really look at look at my connections, right, and see which ones are the best ones for me, and you know, so it's it's um, broadened my landscape for connections. I guess is really what I want to say. While you, while you were talking, I was thinking of it's, it's kind of like where you're talking about our community. And the more we yeah. connected with one another, I think that connection leads to trust. And trust yeah. is what leads to uh, the capacity to be vulnerable and open with people because your connection has become one of trust. And that's a, that's another specific connection. There are so many, yeah. so many layers. And that connection that results in trust allows you to grow and expand and be vulnerable and open you know, which yep. are life-changing states of being as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So did you, do you use any fly techniques or any fly tools to help you with your connections or help you support connections? <laughs> or yeah, well, I think, I think for me it's intentions. Intentions yeah. are... One way that I connect with with my align my actions with my values, which I think is a part of connecting your words, thoughts, and actions with your values, is a really powerful way to move through life. And with those intentions, for me, gratitudes and acknowledgments are such a powerful tool to stay connected to my you know my blessings and the things i all the things i have to be grateful for and also helps me to stay connected to my growth you know to acknowledge my my growth helps me stay connected to my intention so it's it's like a like a little circle of circle of life uh <laughs> the intention the intentions supported by the gratitudes I was I have this little uh book that I've been reading that I just love it's uh, Maria Shriver uh a book of of thinking and she talked about the other day I read it's called The Power of Gratitude and yep. um I have to put my glasses on or I can't see it but it was <laughs> yeah I got my glasses on now I can see uh it's called The Power of Gratitude and Pope Francis says gratitude is a flower that blooms in noble souls. And I really oh. like that. Yeah, gratitude is a flower that blooms in noble souls. And I think gratitude connects us so much to the positive parts, to what's positive in our life. We have more things that are positive than negative. It allows us to change our mindset and see the blessings in the circumstances that we find ourselves. And so I was just, it was really... I loved reading this little thing about the power of gratitude. And I yep. think that that's one, that is one of the, to me, that's one of the most, for me personally, one of the most empowering things that we do in Fearless Living is a gratitudes and acknowledgments. And in my gratitude journal, I write an intention every day. And that intention also connects me with my values and my, uh, you know, my, my purpose. And, it's great. I mean, to me, that's what, to me, that's just, and it may not be for everybody, but for me, it is one of my most empowering tools is gratitude and acknowledgements. Yes, I love what those about you? too. And 
Well, no, I was going to say, I, I love those too. And I think gratitude for connection for me are really important because I have felt betrayed in the past and I felt like people haven't always had my back or been supportive. And so I think that the more that I'm, I, I can um, highlight the gratitudes that I have for other people and, you know, the impact that they have on my life and the interaction they have with me or, you know, the things that I see them do, you know, just in the world. I think the more that I um, really highlight and focus on that gratitude um, and the appreciation that I have for how people are, um, the less, the, the more it um, decreases my, those, all those feelings that I've had in the past and really supports me in, in building the connection. So gratitude, I think, is a phenomenal, um, phenomenal tool for this. And, of course, intention, you know, I have a daily intention as well. Um, you know, and sometimes I'll use the same one for a week, continue to build on it. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a new one every single day. So, but I do love, love to have that daily intention and I'm writing it down and then, you know, doing your gratitude at night, I think are really awesome tools. The other thing I do is I, you know, ask myself when I'm deciding if like I have a question about whether I'm going to do something with a connection, like I did about the holiday parties I was talking about earlier, you know, am I, is this an empowered decision or a disempowered decision? And how am I feeling? Like, why, what are my reasons for, you know, making this decision? So I can, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where that, is this true or am I making it up, comes into play. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. That's great. That's always been kind of important for me. Yeah. I I so. I think that it's in Fearless Life, that in the workshop Fearless Life, is when we bring up, or maybe it's in all the workshops that we do, you know, just the mantra of compassion, honesty, and personal accountability or personal responsibility is mentioned. And that the first time that I heard that or I was taught that in a training, it didn't resonate with me as much as it has as it has come to resonate with me. In fact, that's very many days. That's my personal intention is to have compassion, the oh, okay. and accountability for myself and to others. And a lot of times that's my my daily intention because if I'm compassionate, I can, you know, I can be honest without being brutally honest. And yeah. then that, that compassion can lead me to personal responsibility. So those three things have become internalized and I just, I love, I love that. So a lot of times that's my yeah. intention for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Now well, I, I think, think that's really cool. I've never thought of that before. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Like I've, I've never thought about doing that as my personal intention. I've, I would kind of just have it as a practice. But I do struggle a little bit with compassion for myself because I'm a, I'm a reformed uh, person that kind of beat myself up so badly that I was frozen in fear. So um, that's mm-hmm. always that compassion mm-hmm. piece is always, um, you know, a little bit of a challenge. I mean, it gets easier every time I do it, or every time I think it, or every time mm-hmm. I talk about it. But, um, you know, that has, has been a struggle in the past. So that's good. I, I haven't thought about making that my daily intention, but yeah. that could be been really good. That's yeah, that really might good. empower you. <laughs> it, what it is your might. essential nature? Yeah, what's your essential nature? So my, my essential nature is You're, authentic. Yeah, see, mine is compassion. <laughs> yes. The one well, thing I go. denied myself the most, yeah. 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 Well, I think uh, yeah. Kelly's, Kelly's texting me that our time is just about up. So as we oh, complete yeah. this, 
our our last session on uh, on connecting, what would be your final insight or bit of advice to our listeners when it comes to connection? Um, I think that connection with detachment is the is mm. is what I would always want to like. I that's what I always remind myself of connection with detachment. So even if you're you know, trying to make a connection with somebody, you know, make the connection and, you know, then just detach from it and see where it'll take you. So and Great. that kind of comes, comes from all areas of my world, like my life, my coaching, my regular job and my, and my healing. So that's a key takeaway for me. Yeah, no, I appreciate that so much. And I, that really kind of was the theme that uh, resonated with us tonight as we were talking and so they're telling me we only have 30 seconds left. So in 30 seconds, thank you, Trish, <laughs> for being with us. And Merry Sorry. Christmas. And thank we you. love you and appreciate you so much. And so go get some rest so you can get up and see what Santa brought you in the morning. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, okay. Terry. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> uh-huh, you bet. Good night and be fearless. Right. Love you. Bye. <laughs>